by Cameron's Blinds and Awnings. Call us now on 8787 7900. There's only one thing better than Foopy on her telly. It's Foopy on her body. That's right. Hey guys, welcome back to Foopy Weekly, the show where we talk everything Aussie Rules Foop Foop, Grand Final Edition. I'm Dr. Foopy, and today I've got the fish. Hey fish, how are you, mate? Yeah, pretty good. How are you, Doc? Yeah, good. Good to see you, mate. Been a long time. <laughs> yeah, that's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, been a good segment. Been a good year. So, uh, we've got a big edition today, Grand Final Edition. Here we are. We have, a, we have a special guest here today. We yeah. do. Uh, here yeah. to welcome um, our new guest, our debut guest. The Blue Boomer. Oh, the Bloomer. How the you doing, Norgs? Yeah, good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Been waiting all year for a gig on this, but it uh, <laughs> seems like it takes forever. But yeah. I'm finally here. Yes, yeah. the Blue Boomer, they call me. It's true, It's true, Mr. Bloomer, yep. uh, the original Blue Boy. Great to be on. Thanks, Bloomer. Dr. Foop, and thanks, Fish. Yeah. No worries, no worries mate. Yeah, look, it Great has been a while. We've, we've wanted to get you on for a while, so yeah. finally good to have you on. Yeah, I'm a busy man. <laughs> yeah, you are a very busy time, man. Yeah. Loves, yeah. loves his foot, doesn't not into the pod. So, <laughs> and that we've got him on now. So, yeah. um, we've got a lot to talk about today. It is the grand final edition, so it is grand final day today. Yes, all looking forward to it. Looks like it's going to be a ripper. Yeah, it's going to be good. Um, we're going to talk about Vossi. Vossi got the job at Carlton. Yeah, um, yeah. huge. Yeah, got to be happy with that. I'm pretty happy. <sighs> How do you guys feel about Vossi? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty happy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I I guess. I think we were running out of <laughs> candidates when Alistair said no. And yeah, I was a I was a bit um, a bit let down when uh, Alistair said no. And then and, and then uh, Lyon sort of uh, chucked a little wobbly and he he disappeared. Off yeah. he went. So uh, there wasn't many left, but I think Voss should uh, turn it on. I reckon he's the right choice. What do you? Yeah. Think? Well, look, he just, voice. He just seems voice. more a more of an experienced guy. No, maybe not as experienced as Clarkson and 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 Lyon, but. But he's definitely he's definitely more experienced than you know previous coaches that we've had in the past ten years, and and um, it'd just be good to see a, a change for the Blues. He seems like he's got a lot of input for the club, and and, mm. and he's working together with the president. Was your Carlton, Carlton supporter apparently yeah. as a kid right yeah, through? Yeah. He, he yeah. loved the Blues, yeah. which has got to be good. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a funny one. I actually heard him talk about. Um, I actually heard him talk during the week, and he um, after he got the appointment, and he, he sounds pretty smart. I don't know if you guys saw. I sent you guys a video. But he talked about the way modern footy's played, and I have you know you hear all the good coaches talk about this stuff. But he, he talked about putting an out number around the stoppages, and he talked about um, you know being defensively strong at the contest behind the ball. That way, mm. if you lose the contest, you've got backup. Um, and he talked about being so strong at the contest that you can go and kick goals whenever you like. Mm. Yeah. So whenever you're ready to build up and go, then you can kick the goal. Mm. And I really like that. I think he, he's a smart guy. You can tell he's learned a lot. And I think we picked the right guy. Yeah, I definitely. Think we and he's had a magnificent career. We know as a player, he was a, a superstar, Brownlow medalist, and played in premierships and, um, and, and an awesome captain. Tough, mm-hmm. hard, hard at the ball, hard at the player. Yeah. If he can install a bit of that into the Blue Boys, I think we won't be complaining. So, yeah, um, definitely. We know we've got a team. We know we've got the core side there, don't we? Yeah. We know there's a, a real solid list there, but for some reason, we haven't had the coaches to uh, get the most out of them. So yeah, definitely. Mm. I think another thing, he doesn't hang off expectations. In the past, it's always been like, there's been so much expected from the players and there always should be things expected from the players but 
it's been really hard when there hasn't been a lot coming from the club. So he seems he's really preparing everything to set up not just expectations, but to actually deliver things that were that are really necessary for us to make finals footy. And yeah, it's a funny one. Time. It was either him or Adam Kingsley. And I, at the start, I'm thinking, look, Adam Kingsley, um, you know, he's been at a lot more clubs than Vossi. Vossi's only really coached at the one or the two. Mm. Um, so yeah, you sort of think, oh, you'd rather get the guy who, who's had lots of experience. But yeah, Vossi is, you know, Vossi has had more experience than anyone. He's done his seven years at Port. Mm. He knows what, what he knows what he's done wrong. Like he knows not what to do. Yeah. So um, I think he'll, he's seen Hinkley do it. Mm. Even he said to the president and the CEO in that press conference, he's like, you know, embrace expectations. And I think Hinkley does that too. Yeah. They say it's finals or bust this year. He plays finals. Um, in 2020, they said it's prelim or bust. He plays prelim. This year was granny or bust. He didn't get there. But yeah, really embrace those. Yeah, yeah, oh, for time. sure. I'll tell you what, if you can get the Blue Boys playing hard footy like uh, like Port does, mm. uh, we've got to be happy. I mean, Hinkley's got those guys, you know, fully charged and they're, oh, yeah. they're hard, at the, hard at the ball, <laughs> tough players. That's what we need. And, and, you know, when Carlton were a powerhouse, that's what they were. They were, there was just no, they, 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 there was no passengers. They, they just went in hard and they were, they were there for each other. And that's what we want to see. We, we know... There's a lot of talent there, but we just got to, got to get that uh, the most out of them, don't we? So, uh, looking forward to next year, really am. Yeah, it's going to be definitely. sensational. Yeah, he's going to be good for the good for yeah. the job. So yeah, uh, flag Voss, mm. uh, they know we're coming. Yes. They do. Flag yeah. Voss. Another, another thing, a bit bit sad for for Teague at the end on on his departure. It's a it's a bit of a bit of a sad way to go out with all the um, the extra comments from from supporters and yeah. people around the club. But um, but that's true. Definitely happy with with um with the outcome now like it's what happened what needed to happen happened but you know there was a there was a lot of extra on board there that yeah didn't need to it was sad. very sad departure and uh he's you know he was a good good solid player at Carlton when he played and um obviously he was doing a fairly good job when he was an assistant coach too so to see him to be thrown in uh in the deep end without you know reportedly without much support mm. um it's a bit sad because he could probably look back himself now and go well you know, I was there on my own and no one really backed me up. So, yeah. you know, I'm out of a job, but is it really my fault? Um, so hopefully they, uh, with Vossi, they can get a really good support crew around him and give him 100%. That's yeah, going to be the difference. But yeah. and I think I think Teague, in, in five years' time, if he if he gets a job as an assistant coach and, and he works works it hard like mm. Voss has done, like I think I think Teague will be like Voss in five or six years to come, someone who's ready mm. to coach a... True. Coach a, a team to a premiership, but just not second time around like Vossi. So yeah, yeah. Maybe and look, he's he's gone to Richmond as we've heard. So mm. um, good club to be at to uh, to learn the ropes. Yeah, isn't it? I mean, you know, if, oh, if everybody could uh, do what Richmond has done, I think they'd be very happy. So uh, yeah, so, yeah good luck to him. Out of all the clubs he can go to, it probably is the best one. Like mm. I think you see the clubs that are winning the flags, so Hawthorns, Geelong, Richmonds, and stuff like that. Mm. They always seem to make like the best coaches at the other end of it. They do, yeah, don't they? so. If he can spend five years there, yeah, you never know. He might get another gig one day. Mm. Um, and the fact that he's their forward coach is pretty good because we were pretty um, like attackingly minded. Mm. You know, we, we went forward a lot and we kicked big scores, so he might he, he might do pretty well there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah it's a good luck to him. Yeah, and round one will be a big game with him. Uh, oh yes, us against him. Yeah, one big. <laughs> it's a big test uh, for for Vossi and Carlton too, isn't it? So. Yeah. Be thrown up against uh, the Tigers all these last few years, and, and you know they, the, they didn't, the they didn't make the finals this year. So no, which I mean, coming unusual the, coming the next season, you know, with Voss and everything, there could be a big stand up, and mm. you know, hope mm. we can finally 
take back what's rightfully ours and yeah. and win round one again. Be nice, be nice to roll the tigers. It'd be a good start, oh. wouldn't it, to, into the season? And, and you know what? They're, they're a great side, and I know this year they didn't do that well, but at their best, especially mm. if they get Robbie Tarrant down back, yep. or Daniel Talia, whoever they're going to get as a key back in the trade period, you sort of think at their best they can beat, yeah, they can Anyone. trash any side really. Yeah, yeah. But I think at our best, we could take it right up to them. Um, I think we've just been shit the last five years. As simple as that. We've been really shit. Mm. But I think we've got the talent. We just haven't ever put it together. We just haven't, yep. haven't had the good coach yet. And that's what yeah. the good coach and his support crew will do, hopefully. So we, we know the list is good. Mm. Um, and we've taken it up to some top sides this year, right up to them, and then for some reason just haven't held it. You know, we've backed off or, or they've been able to overrun us. Well, we need to be able to play four quarters of that kind of footy and people will be talking about us. You know, finally, uh, yeah. instead of you know, um, always at the, these current top top four, top five sides, but uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're touting us. Uh, the, the club's putting the pressure on and saying we, we expect finals. Well, you know, I think the supporters would love to see us slip into the eight. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, just just to start to see a little bit of success up front, and then mm. uh, you know, who knows? The world's our oyster, and hopefully, we can just push on from there. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah. all our all our players are now mature enough. Like we've got one of the oldest teams in the side. We've mm. always been young. But even now, like, you know, all our all our young players are now twenty five to twenty seven years old, and yeah. and like we're, I like I'm, it's sad to see people like Eddie go because he's such a legend. Yeah. But you know, people past thirty are, are pushing on their career, and also Kaz Bolt and you know some great players. Even, in the game. even Murph to a certain extent. Murph, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, it's, yeah. like a, you know, I know he hasn't been in peak form for the past few years, but you know, throughout his career, he's had a great time and. It's sad to see all these players go, but at the same time, we're going to have such a like, such a culture behind this team that hopefully we can just push yeah. our way. They're all going to be, you know, prime high, age. high performance level players, you know, mm, They're yeah. prime age for footy and hopefully they can just, you know, big, solid, tough, also skill and they've, they've got, yeah, yeah they've, you, you know, do, you do, you have to agility. bring everything to be the best sides and we'll talk about the grand final teams a little bit later in the show, but that's what those two the two that are in it this week, or the top five or the top eight teams, they all bring everything. Like they have toughness. Yeah, they're good in the contest. They've high, got high skills. Yeah, high skilled endurance. Speed. They run all day. They don't get tired. Yeah. They're kicking goals to the very end. Yeah. Um, yeah, both very dangerous teams. Very similar to the way they play their footy, aren't they? Yeah, really yeah. scary. Very attacking stuff. And uh, Yeah, it is. And you make a mistake, you pay for it. Yeah, you really do pay, yeah. So, 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 so that'll be good. I, I reckon as well, like even a guy like Murph, like I know he wasn't, um, he hadn't been that great towards the end of his career. But even a guy like Murph and guys like Doc and stuff like that, it's spewing that he doesn't get to coach Murph, Ossie, because it seems like he's gonna he might get the extra level out of these guys. Yeah. And he might have been a guy he could have rejuvenated his career. Yeah. So we've done this. Look, we've probably done this too late, but I guess it's um, never later than never. Yeah. Well, we got, we've two got some good players there. Perfect. Because I heard Vossi almost got the job two years ago. It was, it was yeah. up against Teague. He was and, close. Yeah. And, um, you know, it would have been great to have him a couple of years ago, but, you know, was obviously wasn't his time to... To become senior coach, and hopefully now we can get the best out of the boys. Yeah, yeah they said they said uh, he was real close to getting it. So the pressure from the uh, players and the supporters to give Teague a go was was too much, and and uh, apparently the board gave Teague the nod over Voss. So anyway, here we go, and uh, hopefully Vossie's primed and, and ready to go because um, we're all looking forward to some exciting times ahead. Yeah, we definitely are. It's it's funny you look at the um, they showed the premiership drought like sort of ladder the other day. And so, yeah, Melbourne's on 57 years. Mm. Um, St Kilda's on what? Just under that 55 or whatever it is. Yeah. And then and then it's us. We're equal third with Freo. We're 25 years. Yeah. So it shows that how even the comp is that everyone's won one in the last 25 years except for Melbourne 
Yeah. Um, well, know, it's Melbourne been a long wait for Melbourne, has it? You know, it's been yeah. absolute. So, when you know, we complain after 25 years, well, I tell you what, we've really got nothing to complain about. Mm-hmm. And I think like that, you know, Melbourne supporters, the ones that have stuck thick with them, you know, um, yeah. mm. they, they should be congratulated because it's a, it's a long time to wait. Oh, yeah. yeah. They're bloody hopefully, cool, hopefully they're not complaining today, you know. Hopefully yeah. they, I reckon it's going to be a huge game, the dogs in, dogs in the days. Yeah, it'll be a great game. The other thing as well about the Carlton thing, mate, if we can get 80, like, you know, you saw how big we were back in the day when we were huge. You know, at our medium type games, you know, when we're doing okay or in the middle of the ladder, we get some big crowds in those big Richmond oh, yeah. games. To, yeah. Can you imagine the crowd we get in the final when we're finishing oh, yeah. top four? Yeah. Especially against, you know, the G- GWS or like Collingwood or Carlton, yeah. Essendon, Carlton, Richmond, all e- those. Even in, yeah. Even West Coast who pull a big crowd too, depending on where it is. But, you know, they've all got big crowds. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, Carlton, at their, they get to the top again. I mean, the AFL want, they want these powerhouse clubs up there again. They do. Yeah, they you do. Know, yeah. Footy yeah. News. It's healthy. Yeah, it is. It's healthy to have everyone ticking, and yeah. I, I seriously reckon, yeah, if we even if we verse a team like GWS or someone with no crowd, um, you know, even Gold Coast something like that, if we could, we'd pack out a hundred thousand. Yeah, probably. Oh, yeah. We'd we'd get it. We'd get it cracking. So, mm. yeah, looking forward to next year, and um, mm. yeah, it should be good. Yeah, for sure. Can't yeah. wait. Groovy. So now that we've touched on um the the Carlton job, uh, let's just, let's talk about the footy this year. Um. What did you guys think of the year? Do you think it was a good year, a bad year of, of footy? I think it was a, a different year. Different year of football. Yeah, very it's, different. Um, the, the ladder kind of flipped on its head. I don't know. I know the backers still didn't make the finals, but uh, but a lot of the teams you'd usually expect to be up near the finals, you know, Collingwood and, and Richmond and stuff, you know, obviously, mm. as we talked just earlier, they didn't get up there. and Even West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. Yeah. So it's just a... Bit of a bit of a different year for footy, mm. got to say. Yeah, yeah, definitely, and and it is good to see, um, you know, in, in Melbourne and the Dogs up the top. I mean, they've been the to two form sides for the year, so yeah. very fittingly that they're in the grand final. They've certainly been the two best sides, um, and it, and and it's nice. It is nice to just you know see those clubs that have been waiting for success for a long time. We know the Doggies got one in what two thousand sixteen, wasn't it? Yeah, you know, so um, you know, which was terrific for them, and it. You know, Melbourne is searching for one, but it's, it's just great to see this. You know, we, we watch these clubs wait for so long. Um, but, uh, yeah, funny year. And, you know, last year and this year with COVID and all that, not many of us can get to the footy, which is pretty annoying. We all love our football, especially all us people in Melbourne. And, uh, mm. you know, you pay your memberships and you can't use them. So <laughs> it's pretty annoying. And uh, But anyway... Hopefully everyone gets the double jab and, and we get back to some sort of normal life again. And, yeah, uh, back to the footy. Back yeah. to the footy with our, our, our friends and families again and having a lot of fun. I look forward to it. But uh, strange year. and um, you a, lot know, of, a lot of legends retired as well. A bit of a, yeah, bit of a year for yeah. mm. legends. And, um, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I guess they probably parade them. They're going to parade them on I, yeah, I don't know. I guess if you're in WA already, you might, but I, oh, they probably yeah. won't be able to fly anyone over there. Yeah. yeah. They, they'll probably end up doing it next year. Or, yeah. yeah. Round one, maybe. Yeah. Because I, I don't think they could do it last year either. With nah. The, they couldn't yeah. get all the Victorians to Brisbane either. That's interesting. Yeah. You don't know who's going to be over there and who's not. I'm so sure they'll have to do a big cart next year in Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know what I thought? I thought it was a pretty even year. Yeah. You know, like at, at one point, anyone from. You know, up until thirteenth or fourteenth position could, could make it in, yeah. So, yeah. well, Carlton, even though we had a you know a shocking year really overall, mm. uh, we were still a chance probably up to what 
three or four rounds to go. Yeah, a couple of games. If things yeah. fell our way, we could have slipped in there. Now that would have been ridiculous. It would yeah. Be, yeah, yeah. But that's how uh, close I guess that season was. Wasn't yeah. It? Mm. Really, you every know. everyone out of the eight was very similar, but very close. Yeah, yeah, very close. Yeah, totally. And, uh, I think, and you know, if you look at it, the uh, the right down to at least fifth and almost sixth position, um, especially f- the first top five sides, you know, could could win the flag at one point. Oh, we were yeah. thinking this year, you know, the doggies finished fifth. Yeah. So, so, so doggies had a, a bit of a horror run right right at the last minute. Yeah. Um, but earlier, you know, they looked nice like they were the side to beat. Um, you know, Melbourne, you know, looked like they were the side to beat. Then Port Adelaide looked awesome. Brisbane looked, you know, extremely awesome at one stage too. Mm. So it was, and, and Geelong even at one stage looked like that they, you know, they looked for a chance yeah. for their, yeah, it became a favourite at one stage. So it was really hard to separate them, wasn't mm. it? Those yeah. Top five or six sides. Oh, yeah. yeah. I felt I felt like once the um once the eliminate. Uh, elimination finals uh, came out. I was, you know, all over doggies in Melbourne. I, I yeah. saw them and I went, that those games are just too big for to for them not to make the grand final. It's just yeah, yeah it'd, it'd be ridiculous. But but also all the other teams, you know, you feel bad for them because they they work so hard to be in that that top eight the and, year. and the whole year and mm. and they're they're pushing and you know they, you know they think, you know even doggies sitting fifth. You think you know the people just yeah. above. I think it was. Brizzy in Port, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You think one of them would be the able to snag it, but doggies, doggies beat them both. Well, yeah. We, so and, and we knew, we knew the dogs after what they did in 2016. That you know, oh, even they can always do for it. them to slip to fifth, which they shouldn't have, but they did. We went, well, you know what? They've done it before, so mm. people kind of expected that they could still fight their way through, and here they are. So yeah, um, I, I mean, I think except for that last two or three rounds of the season for the dogs. Um, uh, it's pretty hard to to um, you know look at their season as anything else but sensational and uh, yeah totally and and and, um, and and Melbourne as well so we yeah we've definitely got the two uh, two best sides that deserve to be there yeah I think you're right uh, you know yeah I heard, I heard Cody Waitman speak the other day as well he he's a little small forward for the doggies and he said yeah we it's you know everyone says it at the club we always tend to play better as an underdog so all yeah. year they were first or second sort of swapping with Melbourne. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the minute they, I think they lost their last three or four games or something, and then that's when they dropped to fifth. Um, but yeah, they've won every game of the finals. They had to do it the hard way, and yeah, they seem to play better as that sort of underdog team. Yeah. But at the end of the day, even though they lost those last three games, they're not an underdog, underdog no. team. But the way they play, they're just so. Um, mate, they've got like eight guys that can bat through the midfield. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And if you're going to have a little slip up, that was the time to do it mm. before the finals, and and then no, they've regrouped and, and found their form, haven't they? So yeah. you'd you know you'd hate to see. Well, let's face it. At the end of the day, we had Geelong and Port, both uh, we'll call it choking, but they both you know failed uh, at prelim stage and didn't even put up a fight. Mm. You know, yeah. put up nothing. So that's not the time to, to have your your, uh, your your day your, your day off. And Melbourne and uh, and doggies have certainly shown now that they're, they're uh, in form at the right time. Yeah, there you go. Oh, that's right. So that, we're talking about that. We might uh, might move through to some grand final stuff. Yeah, beautiful. Now, Normie, we've been uh, trying to get you on for a while, mate. As you said, you're a very uh, elusive man, mm. um, and you've actually brought something to us today. Fish, uh, what will we be talking about? Mate, we're going to be talking about the grand final. Um, it's it's pretty huge. Here we got some of the grand final players in the actual grand final. Um, Record here that Normie's brought over, that um, the yeah. bloomer, Normie, the, the statistician. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, look, uh, looking at the grand final, it's um, 
Tell you what, as I said earlier, there's two very evenly matched teams, and um, Jesus, there's a lot of talent. There's just a massive talent right across the board, and you look at it, and you look at Max Gorn's game, you know, uh, in that prelim. Can he do that again? Because, you know, having a, a ruckman that can run around the ground, you know, take grabs, kick snap goals, kick five goals, and my, my God, you know. I mean, can he, can he replicate that? You know, they, they, you go through the team, you know, Stephen May, what a, what a tough backman he is, you know. They've got... Um, you know, we've got Jake Lever down there as well. He's, he's, he's hard at it. You know, look look at their midfield. You know, you, look at Christian Petrarca. I mean, can you fault this guy? You can't. That's you true. Know, he's right. just, uh, I think the world was waiting for him to fire up after his injuries early in his career, and boy, did he ever, you know. Clayton Oliver. I mean, these guys all polled so well. Could, could win the Normie, mate. He's could could win the Normie. So there's a couple of them there. I mean, you know. All of them could. You know, oh, yeah. it's just, just incredible. Uh, it's, it just You just wonder whose game it's going to be, because I reckon, you know, Five or six players on the D's team could win the Normie, and so five or six players on four or five players on the Doggies team could also win the Normie. So it's just so true. Mm, and mm. and j- just rounding out on that Melbourne side, you know, you're looking down you now, Ben Brown. I mean, wouldn't he be happy? You know, he's, he's oh, sort yeah. of left North at the end of his career. Really, is at the end of his career. Got he's come him. across. <laughs> he's shown he still can take a grab and lead out. He, he's quick on the lead. Always gets a mark and, and a very good shot at goal. So you know, he could be dangerous on the day too. Mate, North, North were ridiculous to. Um, to, to not get him. Oh, no, they just said... Yeah. We're, to, to not keep him? No, well, you think even if you were trying to rebuild and everything, you'd you'd still keep some kind of experience in there to mm. show the younger players coming in, this is what you have to do. If, Brent, if, if Ben Brown is still kicking three goals a game, or yeah. two, go, two goals, three goals, four goals a game, you still want that in your team. It's not like whether you're not making finals or not, and you're just trying to get some 18, 19-year-olds in to try and help you regroup. You can't, you can't just leave them to work out, work it all out on their own. Yeah. And just have coaches telling them what to do. You got to have players on the team. Yeah, totally. Leading, if you're doing a rebuild, if he's 27, 28, 29, whatever, just spend four years with that young key forward teaching him tricks mm. until he's 22. And Ben Brown didn't look like he wanted to leave, did he? No. Well, that's the question. So I, I think we all think he might not have, but maybe he was like, look, I'm at the pointy end. I want to chase flags. Yeah, you know, so maybe they both agree. I, I don't. I don't think he was going to get a flag at North for the rest oh, of his nah. career if he stayed. No. But well, but he, but he would. They, they, they might have played a bit better with him. Though. Yeah, but they would have the helped thing. develop a, a good side. I don't. Um, couldn't even name any of the North players at the moment. It's a bit. It's a bit no. dead there. It's a bit it's of a. Dead. But ghost, it's just ghost town. It is. It's just win-win for him, isn't it? Dave? Yeah. To finish your career off in a grand final. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, and, oh. and maybe a premiership. Maybe so it's fucking. You never nice. know. So uh, and he went to the best team in the comp. You know, there's yeah. the worst. It, which the worst is quite amazing. I've been a bit dumbfounded for a few years actually on this, and they say, yeah, not so much with Ben Brown, but but uh, going to the best team in the comp. You know, they say, they say that we've got it, um, an even competition now. They've worked it out so that with the the way the, the the salary cap and the draft works and everything else, that you know it will will make it an even competition. But I still see a lot of not not talking about Ben Brown, but some of these A grade you know gun players you know they float across to a you know to a top side. Whether it's you know Richmond pick up a a top forward or whether um you know it might be uh you know the Bulldogs or Melbourne or you know or Ge- or Geelong you know how do they get these how do they get these top players it just how do they fit them in, and how is that creating an even competition? But anyway, that's that's the boomer in yeah. me coming out there. But I just just to round off on that, you look across across from the Mel- Melbourne side over to the Bulldog side, and geez, the talent is just incredible. Oh, it's crazy, you know, Bond, mm. Bond and Pelly. You know, I mean, what what an absolute oh, gun. Bond. You know, he's just just unreal. You've got uh, him and the guts. You have got Jack McRae. I mean, what is he average? Oh. 
30, 30 to 40 disposals every week. <laughs> oh, it's crazy. You know? And he's got Bontempelli who, you know, who is everybody notices. They don't notice Jack McRae as much. I, I don't know whether it's just that Bont's in the limelight more, but, but yeah. Jack McRae's the worker. You know, he, he's getting all oh, those... He, he works so hard. He sets up every play and it's it's just, yeah, it's, it's it, his hands are always on the footy. Yeah. Bailey Smith, what do you call him? Is the best linker. So <laughs> yeah. he's not bad either, is they he? You know? Norm, Norm, Norm's whole TikTok algorithm. Adam Trelawry would be happy about moving on from the pies over oh, yeah. to, to a side like this. You know, a team who didn't make the finals this year to now, uh, you know, an extreme 10, you know, in the grand final, and they're, you know, firing off. Although they finished fifth, they're... Made their way all the way up here, and uh, you know, trawlers might get a flag. So yeah, yeah. you got Liberatore, very mm. you know, very underrated player yeah. because he gets Luigi. a lot of the ball himself. Yeah. You know, Luigi, you need to get rid of that mustache. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. <laughs> he sees, it looks like is it Luigi or Mario? One of them. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's definitely one of them. <laughs> just, he probably changes. I look at him; he's like a cartoon character. He, but just, yeah. he can he can go, Cody Waitman. Oh, is he he's back in, isn't he? He's Cody back in, yeah. yeah. So Wayman's back yeah. in from his two-week concussion. You know, same, uh, same, uh, what was the, uh, you know, coaching from the sidelines on that? Was it the Brisbane yeah. game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah good <laughs> on it. Yeah, and it's, 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 it comes off with a concussion and then he's still jumping up and down on the sidelines. Yeah, he's <laughs> a gun. He's a gun, man. We love him. We love that, the passion in the Yeah, oh, yeah. Caleb Daniel, the little bloke, he runs under their legs all day long. He's, you know, no one can get old of him. Aaron Norton's a good player. Aaron Norton, you know, yeah. On his day, geez, can he take a few grabs? So, you know, I mean, the two sides have just got winners all the way across the board. So, yeah. It's going to be really hard to separate these sides, I'll oh, tell definitely. you. Yeah. Really hard. Yeah, I'm going, to, I'm going to agree. And it's funny, you talk about some of those players there. I'm um, talking about Livar, you know, he's got his, his cute little tats, <laughs> his Simpson tats. The funny thing there is with him, that during the year he got tagged a few times. But as everyone's saying, the good teams don't tend to tag other good teams too much. It's usually those lesser teams that might chuck a tag on. So I can't imagine if anyone, if Melbourne will have a tagger that will play on him. Because what happens when they do tag him, the other mids run right, but That's you're actually true. stopping one guy. So true. Yeah. And he's pretty damaging. So usually teams choose him. I think Melbourne did choose him during the year, though. So it'll be interesting to see if, I think it was Bailey Fritch, if Bailey Fritch does tag him. Um, mm, yeah. You know, some, some other things with those players there. Jack McRae, um, he'll, he'll surely get a few posies. I, mm. I heard during the week, I've heard David King say, and I've heard a few other people talk about it, but there's these two teams... They sort of attack and defend in two different ways. Mm. So Bulldogs, what they do, they bring two half forwards up to the ball. They one or two half forwards, usually two. So it's either it's usually Bont and Wallace or Bont and Libba. Um, whoever's starting at half forward or named at half forward or plays half forward at the centre bounce, the next stoppage that's played, they both come up to the stoppage to the right. contest. And so you get instead of having your four mids, you've then got six. Yeah, wonderful. And, yeah. and Demons do a similar thing. Apparently, Demons grab a half back and bring the half back to the stoppage. Right, So okay. it's it's, probably, it's more, instead of being four on four, it's more like six on five. Yeah. Tough okay. sort of setup. But yeah, they both do different things. Apparently, they do it different each time though. So they'll bring a different player. They'll never do it twice, so no one's getting tagged. Yeah, There's good. no defender tagging that flanker. Keeps the other team on, on their toes because mm, they're not yeah. sure what, what move they're going to make. Yeah, it's, yeah. But it's crazy. But it seems to work and um, yeah, they're both pretty smart. And, mm. yeah, and as you said, you know, Bulldogs, they're formidable. All those guys that run through there, um, yeah, they just, um, you know, they're, they're pretty small down back. Um, besides um, Alex Keith, who's come back, um, yeah, they're pretty small down back. But I think, yeah, their, their defense works really well, the whole 18 of them. And once they get the ball, mate, especially on a turnover, they're just dangerous. Mm. And, and at the stoppage. Yeah. And I think uh, we were talking about it earlier, is that um, 
you know, the one thing that we see in finals and especially grand finals is what side can settle down the quickest, you know. You know, they've all got nerves. They've been they've played probably played their grand final before they even get to it during the week, you know, yeah. losing sleep and, and, and thinking about it a lot. But uh, mm. the Bulldogs have probably got more experienced uh, finals players. Well, yeah, I think they've got about seven players, play team, which doesn't sound like a lot. Yeah. But they did play in the, the 2016 Premiership. So and that's going to help. That's going to that's gonna do a lot. I mean, they, and they can help settle down the players that haven't played. Yeah. Whereas Melbourne and, and Melbourne haven't got that. So no, that's the they one haven't. thing. And they, although yeah. both teams seem final fit, it's for, for the grand final, a lot of the Doggies players, um, although they have played in the grand final, the ones that haven't just seem so ready. Mm. People like Cody Waitman and Baz Lenkar, they haven't shot shut down mm. the entire finals they've mm. been in there every game kicking goals roaring to the crowd they've taken the game over themselves yeah and and melbourne just seem a little bit different although they've been dominant and they're a really dominant side and they've stuck to their game of footy they have seemed a little bit nervous throughout the final final series yeah, you know, yeah, yeah you're not as confident with them even though sometimes they seem like the better team of the two mm. so yeah. they're pretty damaging especially against geelong mate they ran right well rampant just um it was just it was actually a bit hard to watch uh, yeah. <laughs> both of those games. You know, it was um, I don't know, almost just uh, it was uh, it was unbearable, and I didn't bag for any of those teams at the time. Yeah, mm. but to, to watch what Geelong went through and watch what Port went through, you know, you sort of feel for them because you go that that was not really those sides. Yeah. So were were Melbourne and the Bulldogs that dominant uh, that they they'd frighten the life out of them and able to shut them down completely? Because that's what appeared to happen because mm. I'm sure there's many other sides in the AFL that would have atoned for themselves better than what these two teams did on the day. Yeah. It was uh, very, very disappointing. Uh, you know, we all, we all love our footy and we were looking forward to some big games, but they weren't there, were they? So, yeah. You know, yeah. Geelong, interesting. So Geelong lost their first game. Um, so they finished top four, but they, they lost, they had, they got the double chance. So they, mm. they played second week. So they've had to play, had to play all the games up until the prelim, whether Port had a week off. Yes. So it shows that there's no winning formula. It's just whoever is the better team. That's so true, isn't it? And, mm. they, and they're talking about that Melbourne's played one game in yep, four yep. weeks yeah, and the Dogs yeah. have played two games in four weeks. So is, is that uh, an mm. advantage for the Dogs to have played more footy, to, to have their eye in a little bit better? Or is it an advantage to have a little bit more rest? You know, no, There's no real proof on any of this. Um, no. The only thing I think is sometimes if you've got a couple of players that are sore, um, they can get over some of those niggling injuries and whatever, and be fresher and ready to go. Mm. But uh, who knows? You know, and, and as I say, I think nerves can play a big part. Um, so that's one oh, of the definitely. few things I can see going against Melbourne. Yeah, mm. and I, yeah. I reckon nerves will be a big thing today because both teams seem like they're definitely on top of each other. And you know, if one team seems to shy away more than the other, then the other will come out firing. Oh. Of course, mm. yeah. So, yeah. It's it's funny. They've both had two weeks rest because of the um the buy, the 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 grand final buy. They're calling it yeah. the one player who has so as you said, there's like eight sort of players who were played in that dog's grand final that yeah. year or six, whatever. There is only one player in Melbourne Demons who's played a grand final. And that was Jake Lever when he played for Adelaide in 2017. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he's their only experienced um you know grand final player. So yes. Um, yeah, he's played in seven finals apparently too, Jake Weaver. So that's not bad, is it? Yeah, so, so he's pretty experienced. Yeah, um, yeah, a lot more than the other ones, I guess. Petrarca and Viney played in their five and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, another honourable mention probably you'd say is probably Nathan Jones. He didn't get to play his, oh, yeah. his last game for the club. He didn't get to play the granny that he always chose. It was a bit sad. Yeah. Sad to see him bow out. I mean, you know, obviously we talk about heart and soul players. Well, 
he's one, isn't he? Definitely gave everything for for all his career. Well, he was waiting for Melbourne to build. They've built to this, mm. and the poor bugger, you know, um, didn't get in. So it, it, it's pretty sad. And I think there wouldn't be a supporter, uh, you know, around anywhere in Australia that wouldn't feel feels uh, for him a bit. Yeah, uh, there was a bit going on. His wife apparently was having, uh, I think, twins. twins. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so it was torn between. Do I get home to the family? Of course, you know, especially he's having twins, all that sort of stuff. Plus, he's that final chance for him to uh, finally be in a, in a grand final. But anyway, yeah. that's forty and really thought, cruel. Really thought they were going to make yeah. him medical sub in the end, but yeah, you know, at least. But no, nah. yeah. yeah, they they stuck. He, you know, he stuck fat with that club and. Mm. You know what? They, they can thank him because they're there. They're there because of him. They had no one yeah. five years ago. They didn't have any other good players, oh, yeah. and he yeah. sort of said, "No, nah, you know what? I'll I'll stick around and I'll I'll take you up there." So he's yeah. been watching it at home, though. You know, yeah, with his with, with his big fam, with his wife week. and stuff. So yeah, that's really good. Yeah, yeah, so true. Yeah, so looking forward to today, and um, yeah, it should be good. So, Fish, um, now that I've talked about the granny, um, during the week you mentioned a couple of things for me, and I thought, look, there's no better segment to bring this up on. Um, you were talking about we were talking about grand final traditions, and you thought um, there's some things that you would introduce on grand final day that I haven't thought of yet. We thought we might actually talk to Gil about it and you'd offer some things up. Yeah, look, I was actually going to give um, Gil a cold during the week, but I thought he could just hear it first on the potty. So, yeah, um, the big listener right here. <laughs> Have you got his but, number? Yeah, he got, got Gil's number. Oh, just, there um, you go. I'd give it to him if you want. It's but. who you know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but no, I was, I was just, I was having to think, and you know, the footy players in the National Anthem are always doing their stance, and um, mm. you know, I just thought, I was I was dream, having, I had a dream the other night that the boys were making the flag this um, this week, and, and I, was, I was really excited, but I thought, what would their stance be? And I, I just thought there could be so many things that players could do to make Grand Final Day so much more interesting. So in my dream, the Blues brought something from home. And I thought, why not every team bring something from home? I love this. You know, I like the Lions could bring a lion. Yes. Or a lion, like a plush teddy. Or yes. something, something something to make it interesting. They couldn't bring an actual lion. That'd be a bit dangerous. But um, <laughs> rip up the turf. But I thought... The Blues could just bring anything blue from home, like a little blue mug. They you could. Know, anything anything they would like to bring. Anything, anything. It, but bring something from home, a new footy tradition. So, so what's your tip for the grand final teams? What, what, what would they bring? <laughs> um, oh, the Ds could definitely bring uh, anything uh, demon-like. They could bring a big staff with the, with the pitchfork on top. Yes. Um, yeah, um, and yeah, the doggies, just a... Just their, their doggies bring bring their dogs on the field and <laughs> yeah. have them on the leash, yeah. you know. And, and instead of, instead of that big stance, you know, where they're all got their arms crossed and stuff, bring something and, cute. Bring, bring something cute. So like, I'm sure the, sure those dogs are, the dogs are probably barking. I was gonna say like, 22 <laughs> dogs lined up with the players, <laughs> shit on the field. There's a dog fight going on out yeah. there. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> pretty cute. I, I like, yeah, I like it. You know, bring something new. Get those energies up. Yeah, we always talk about the good flippy energies. Yeah. That we created, we made that saying up. It's, it's yeah. good. It'd be good though, something different like that. You yeah. know, mix it up. You know, I mean, it always so the entertainment's getting better all the time with the AFL grand yeah. finals and things. So oh, definitely. And I, I just don't. Like right now, during a lockdown period and everything, I don't think there's too much exciting things going on with the footy. You know, you got the, like, you know, longest kick and all that kind of stuff. But it's there's, there's nothing too exciting. It's it's old traditions, but just without the excitement because they're the you know <clears> everything's being done in Victoria and, and the whole crowds in Western Australia right now. So yeah, just. Make something exciting. Like I'm sure all the players couldn't bring their dogs on the plane all the way up there, but make something exciting. Bring, Do, yeah, bring, bring something. Bring some energy to the game. Yeah, yeah, something, yeah. mix something it up a bit. Yeah. If I was playing a granny, I'd love for our coaches to train. Be like, all right, boys, Thursday we name the teams. Um, 
or he's playing, just bring something. Bring yeah. something small that means something to you. Yeah, anyway. Mate, I, mate, I'd play, I don't know the best game I've ever played. I'd be like, I love you, coach. Yeah. You're a good coach. So, um, yeah, give Gil a call. Yeah, um, definitely. Well, Gil, Gil, if you're listening, um, bring something from home. New footy thing. Yep. And uh, none of those spoons, mate. We know what you do at home with that big snoz. So. <laughs> um, we might get him on the segment next time. What do you reckon? I think we, we should, get, yeah. Win, Maybe yeah. you've got some contacts on so. your... Well, I can, age. I can pull a few uh, a few tricks. And, uh, <laughs> a couple of strings. We might have a few. We'll get a couple of stars in, you know, going forward. Yeah. You know, we're just uh, Vossi and we'll bring in uh, we'll bring in a few of the old blue boys. Yeah, well. yeah you know a few of them. Yeah, and I you, do. You like, know Jezza? I, yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought for round one we'd get, we'd get Vossi down. and Vossi? Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do you know? You know Jezza? Yeah, I know Jezza. Uh, I also know David Reese jones yeah. I have met him. Uh, Sticks. You met Sticks? In. Yeah, we'll bring a few yeah. of the boys in. and Carazzo. Uh, bring Diesel. Carazzo. Oh, you're good mates of Carazzo. Carazzo. So yeah, we go way back. Me and me and Carazzo. How do you so, know him? There's a few stories well, we, behind that. We caught up long ago, and uh, you know, uh, Carazzo used to come down, and uh, when I was coaching down at the Dolphins, and say good day, and he knew I was mad, Carlton, so he'd always have a chat to me. And he saw me at the uh, Red Hot Summer Tour one year, and I was blind as a bat walking past him, and he goes, "Normie," <laughs> and I just went. I can't believe you recognised me before I recognised you, oh, mate. That's a classic. So uh, it was, it was a, it was a funny story, but it's a true one, and that uh, uh, yeah, proud to say I'm, uh, I love me blue boys. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. Uh, any any chance I can get to have a chat to one of the one of the star blue boys, I, I love it. Oh, that's lovely, mate. But uh, yeah. So, he, he was a champion, man. He was he was a good player. Yeah. And, 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 di- and didn't get the accolades that some. Do, but he nah. was he was a good solid player for oh, a lot of years. He's always consistent yeah. as well. He, yeah, very yeah. consistent. Oh, yeah. Th- those finals from 2010 or 20, 2009, mm. um, you know, all the way to twenty eleven there before we bowed out. He 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 was one of our best players in in the midfield there oh, yeah. for a while. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Obviously very underrated in the league, of course, but mm. yeah, not underrated in the club. I think everyone loved that man. So yeah, yep, so true, yeah, so good. true. All right, I love it. Yeah, uh, he's in that. So uh, now we got um, to introduce the Brownlow. Yes, yeah. we should talk about that. Should we? Should we have yeah. a chat about that? Yeah. Well, that was uh, one hell of a tight Brownlow, wasn't it? And very, <laughs> very entertaining. Yeah. yeah. And one of our one of our special own boys was up there in the in the top four as well. Well, she so. not bad, oh. young fellow. What is he? Twenty one years old. Yeah. yeah thirty votes. Yeah. Thirty votes. I read yesterday. Yeah. I think Judd won one of his Brownlows with thirty votes. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and you got, you know, got so. You know, hasn't he got a career ahead of me, this bloke? You know, oh, yeah. he, he, he could be anything, absolutely. You know, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be a Carlton captain at some stage. Mm. And I would say he'll he'll grab himself a brown low along the way as yeah. well. Oh, yeah, he's definitely serious. Geez, there was some talent some at the big... top, though. It just says, that was so tight. And they said it was going to be one of the tightest, uh, closest oh, brown yeah. lows, and it didn't let us down. Oh, they were mm. just topping each other and it's a bit sad for the bond that he didn't get it in the yeah, end because so you know, would have been would have been huge for the for the same year they make the flag to him to also yes. get Brownlow and it, it would have been maybe some added pressure but at the same time maybe a bit more confidence well, he looked yeah. like he had it didn't he it was at one round to go and he, yeah. he was in front he'd been in front for a fair bit of the night he had been yeah uh, he looked like he had it but mm. uh, obviously Ollie Clayton, Wine Clayton Oliver was up there as well yeah, yeah. a lot of yes. people I think a lot of people knew that was coming Bond sort of fall away in the form you could see the commentators talking about it and stuff like that yeah. yeah so it's kind of funny that 
I thought I thought about it that night. It'd be funny if Clayton Oliver won and Bont did it. Does that add extra pressure to Oliver on Grand Final day? Or is and it vice conference? versa? Yeah. yeah. Or do you want Bont? Do you want Bont to win it? Yeah. I mean, is that too much pressure on Bont? Are they, are they, knows, are, they so. are they taken back by the fact that they? I guess it just depends on the person. But if you win, if you win the um, if you win the brown low, and all of a sudden now you got a you got the pressure to saying like if you don't win this flag and you got the brown low, then mm. what are you? But you know, at the same time. It, does that add, give you more confidence and say, maybe you got that brown inspiration. this game is yours maybe maybe Bont now maybe I mean we know he's a star and he'll rise to the occasion anyway but maybe that's just more inspiration for him to just step up another notch you know yeah. he was so close to getting that brown light yeah, maybe. you know maybe maybe we'll see some special stuff from him um and we expect to anyway but maybe it'll be superb so yeah. um, and, yeah. and definitely um no, no bashing on Ollie Wines there. He definitely deserved that. Brilliant. Oh, great. Um, oh, he, great, great player. He, yeah. He's had a huge year, mate. And you know what? He, between him and Travis Boak and a couple of other really good players at Port Adelaide, they really created the good year that they had. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's a, he's a he's such a good inside midfielder. He's a star, isn't he? Yeah. And even though he's not the skipper now, he's really mm. taken that... Um, his leadership's to the next level on field, it seems. So. And another Carlton supporter, too. Yeah. <laughs> why why don't those blokes end up at Carlton? Yeah. Well, what's knows? going on there? That's, that's where they should go. Well, it's funny. He wanted to... I know he didn't want to get drafted there, and I know his parents were pretty unhappy when he did, but once Ken Inkley turned that club around in Ollie's first year, um, he loved it there, and he didn't really want to leave. But whenever there was talk about him coming home, we weren't mentioned because we weren't that destination club. But I know Melbourne were mentioned. Yeah. Um, I guess Bulldogs and stuff like that. Um, and, and Hawthorne, which is pretty annoying, but mm. yeah, I, you know, I think he's he'll probably be a Port Adelaide player for life. But um, fuck, it wouldn't be wouldn't be too disappointing <laughs> if we had him either. I guess. Oh so, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. Very, very good player. Definitely. Yeah, but well well deserved, and uh, it was a really good night at the old Brownlow. Yeah, mm. and uh, thank God we'd never any pressure point tactics or anything like that. Oh on. no, and, you know, for Vola, I don't think anyone will ever top that. <laughs> no, uh, no, I look back and I still cringe. <laughs> it might have been the end of a <laughs> oh. superstar's career, but. Uh, but yeah, no. Was, uh, they all seem to behave themselves a lot more uh, at Grand uh, Brownlow Knights now, which uh, of course they should. That, that, that incident <laughs> that was post match, Feb, wasn't it? Post post Brownlow. post Brownlow, yeah. I can't believe they and just he, was, he gave him a mic when he was pissed. Well, I, I tell you what, he must have been had a lot of alcohol because he seemed a lot more drunk than anybody else in the place. But uh, yeah. it's just a shame that someone wasn't a bit smarter, a bit quicker to. Grab that microphone and uh, take, take, take him off the bed or something. Yeah, you need a good yeah. sleep. I think they love the ratings. Yeah, they might have. They might have. I just can't. I just can't believe it happened. And like, especially yeah. why he was still a player. I understand mm. if he wasn't a player anymore, but yeah, yeah. definitely why he was still. still I think in it's the comp. He's such definitely American. the start, the start of his downfall in his career. I mean, he was. I always say that you know he's the talent and. Uh, uh, ability that that guy had, you know, he, he could have and should have gone down as oh. one of the best up there with Dunstall and you know yeah. and Ablett and you know and, and Lockett, some of the best full forwards because this guy could rip a team apart, oh, you know, yeah. uh, you know, off his own boot, you know, we- weekly. You could still, um, I reckon, you should could have still put him top. in the square he'd these need- days, <laughs> and it, he'd probably he'd probably do a you know a million and ten injuries for the year. But yeah. he'd probably pull a couple M- of hamstrings M- and do some but, but I reckon I reckon he could do do his part in the team and, and kick a yeah. lot more go- goals than probably the current players in probably, the team. Probably still, yeah. uh, probably still kick straighter than most of the players yeah. today too. None of them can kick straight anymore. So it was, uh, it was five or six years ago now. He'd already been out for three or four years. And there was talks that Collingwood, um, that Eddie McGuire took to him to see if he'd, lock, if, 
if you'd like to come back and just sit in the square. Oh, that'd hurt. It would hurt, wouldn't it? Ooh. Eddie would do something like I that. I couldn't see him in a Collingwood jumper. Us. Jeez, that would oh. really hurt. I feel, I, like Eddie, I feel like Eddie as a president was out to get every club. Oh, yes. Oh, mate. Um, <laughs> he loves his free, but he's a bit of that man's off his way. No, he yeah. can't, he can't, he's not even allowed to go to the grand final this year, so bad luck. Yeah, yeah bad luck. Tough so. luck, Eddie. Great stuff. All right, guys, so we'll move on. Yep. Um... All right, guys, so now it's time for our FIPS. Um, so we'll give those now. We'll start off with our, our first goal scorer. Then we'll go to the winner who will think will win. And then at, and then at the end, we'll give our Normie. Um, I'll start off first. For Normie, uh, sorry, for first goal, um, I reckon for Traka, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, I reckon in the midfield there. It could be a big chance there. He's probably big there. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? How about you, Bluna? Uh Well, it is tough. I tell you what, I, I sort of had a look there and I can pick eight players at, at least. Um, but I'm going to go Bailey Smith, the Baz Linker. Oh, I like it. I'm going to put him up there because he's once he's out and about, we get, he gets down from that midfield. He's uh, mm. yeah, he can do anything. So yeah, I'm going to pick Bailey Smith. I yeah. think that's a good pick. He's done it once or twice in the finals, and he did it regularly through the year. He'd easily be one of the favourites mm. for it. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I like it. Very exciting. Um, yeah, I, I reckon I reckon Cody Wayman. Yeah, I reckon the flea. coming back. Yeah, the flea coming back from a. <clears throat> From his concussion and and you know has didn't play the <coughs> didn't play the last game and you know, I reckon you know with the with the week break he's um probably coming back for a, for a big start to the game. Yeah, he's got a lot of energy and and I heard him talk on Dylan Buckley's podcast the other day and yeah he talks about uh, being up and about and yeah just getting himself ready oh, and feeling alive. The kid's so. insane. He's got yeah. so much energy and he brings so much to the team just yeah. as a player and also as a whole he, he brings bring culture to the team. He just Make sure that there's there's something to, to cheer about. It's always something to go off. Yeah, he's a cool so, kid, isn't he? Yeah, he's definitely a cool kid. I love it. Gives me gives me Billy vibes from Hockey Dad. He does. Yeah, he's, he's got he's got the same look going on. He's, yeah, he's a bit of a surfer bit of a, dude. Bit of a surfy. Apparently, he goes down to where the Phil, when he lived in Officer, he's a Phillip Island surfer, and he doesn't mind a bit of a Torquay trip now that he's in the West. So yeah, <laughs> don't mind that at all. All right, guys, we'll move on to the the winners today. Um, you go first. I'll go first. Look. It's it's a really hard one, and I think it'll be a really even contest. I want the D's to win. Yeah. I really do. I really want them to win. I just feel like dogs might be just too strong. Mm. Um, you know what? I'm gonna go with the D's. I'm gonna go with the D's. Yeah. I reckon. I reckon the D's can Good do tip, it. I, I have a feeling, so I'm gonna say D's. Good tip. All right. Okay. Boomer? Okay. The boomer. I think it's very close too. Hard mm. to pick, really hard to pick. Um, I wouldn't be sad either way because I want you know both these sides. I like to see them get about a bit of success. Um, yeah. As you probably know, my wife barracks for uh, the doggies. Yep. Old yeah. mum. And the extended family uh, are all doggies. So for them, that'd be nice. Um, for Melbourne, after fifty-seven years, it'd be really nice. You know, they've waited. I think they've waited uh, longer than anyone probably ever has. <laughs> um. So, so I'm I'm going I'm going to go with the heart, uh, and I think the head as well. I, I think Melbourne uh, probably just on the season they've had. Once they settle their nerves, I think they'll be too strong on the day. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. What about you, Fish? I'm going to go a little bit different than both of you guys. Oh, I'm, um, not a yeah, I I also think that I I would really like the D's to win, and I don't, I, at the end of the day, I don't actually mind who wins because I think both teams are very deserving of this flag. But mm-hmm. I think Melbourne deserve it. Just that little bit more um, on the basis that, you know, they haven't won one in so long. As you said, it was 52, 57 years, something like that. Yeah. 57, yeah, I just, yeah, I, 
you know, that'd drive me nuts. You know, I haven't seen the Blues win one yet and I've, you know, that's driving me nuts already and I've only been around for 17 years. So, um, I think, um, I definitely think um, Melbourne are very deserving, but at the same time, I just think for the final series, dogs seem more confident and I'm just going to have to go with the dogs, especially when um, when uh, Jack McRae is my cousin-in-law. So. Yes, oh, of course like he is. He's yes. <laughs> fast. Um, yeah. Um, well, that's that's two D's and one dog. <laughs> yeah, so, so the new podcast, so mate, dog. I definitely think. Yep. Yep. Could be up. Yeah. I like it. Good fifth there, boys. Yeah. All right. Um, now, what about... Who's um, taking home Normie? Yeah, who's taking home Normie? <laughs> that's right. Your favourite saying? Yeah. Mate, you hope your wife, mate. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, uh, well, who's going... Well, well it'd have to be you first off the foot, won't it? All right. Well, I'll start off. Um, it's, usually, it's usually the winner. Unless it's an anomaly, it's mm. usually the winner of the... It's usually a player from the team that wins. Yeah, yeah so you so, pick who you... You think yeah, you know what? It could be Oliver. It could be Petrarca. Um, I want to. I want to say Maxi Gorn. That'd be huge. Yeah, yeah. I want to say Maxi. <laughs> That'd be sick. Know. Oh, you know, he was easily easily best on, or well, it seemed like he was best on that play. Last week, definitely mm. absolute star. Yeah, kicking yeah. goals from sixty out. He tapped the ball to himself. Um, you know, at, at the centre bounce. Yeah, um, that shit's crazy. So, what All about right. you guys? Well, uh, for Boomer, um, I'm thinking that. Um, you know, I could pick I could pick ten or a dozen players here, um, but I'm leaning towards uh, Petrarca. Yeah, I think he might take it. That's yeah, smart. He's, I think that's smart. He's, he's definitely very, got it behind him. Very polished, very classy. Yeah, I, I think both both of those two players, if if the D's win it, you know, it's got to be one of those two. Could be even Oliver. Um, mm. Clayton Oliver, but um, yeah, agree. But I reckon coming from from the doggies' point of view, if the if the doggies are going to win the flag. Um, I'd really hope it's Jack McRae taking her home because, you know, they yeah. could... Um, Bit of family ties. Yeah. Um, cousin-in-law. Cousin-in-law. But um, at the same time, it, there is so much talent down there. Oh, there is. It's just, it, you know, like we said before, it could be four or five players. You know, you've got, you know, the youngies, the freshies who have come up, you know, they're only, you know, 22 years old, but they still look like they could bloody win a Norm Smith medal. And, mm. and then you've got Bond, who's worked his ass off for so long. He, he just looks like if he has a, the ripper game everyone's expecting him to have, he could so take it home. So I just don't know at the end of the day, but probably going to go with Jack McRae. Yeah, yeah McRae. I like it. Just, there you go. That's very smart. Yeah. Good stuff. Feeling lucky. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. All right, well, um, thanks for coming on, Normie. That's all right. Um, thanks for having me, boys. No, nah, no worries. It's been a long time, Bloomer, and um, you know we've been waiting for you to come on for a long time. It's great that we finally had you on. Yeah. Um, it's been a really nice chat to and you it's today. Been, it's been one of the best eps. Yeah, I mean, it, it really has been. To talk so, about. And yeah, it's really good to talk yeah. to you. And yeah, as I said, we've waited a, a long time. Um, First proper grand final edition. So yeah, and yeah, it's really it's good, good to have you on. You are a bit of an expert. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Back in <laughs> the day. Well, I actually don't know most of the players' names anymore because I'm a boomer. Oh. But, but uh, back in the day when the Blues were a powerhouse. We could even do some grand final reviews. Yeah, we should. Yeah. We should we'll do, do a, a, we'll do a, a draft or a trade one. Yeah. yeah. Um, if we if we hold on to our um, our draft pick. Yeah. You know, we might get Adam Chair in, which is exciting. Yes, that's true. Um, so yeah. yeah. It's we'll, looking looking very likely, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So we'll have, to, we'll have to do that. We'll have to do a draft or a trade one. And if not, we'll have to do a round one one. Please. Yeah. We'll Please. get back on when the Blues are sitting up there high next year. Yep. Because here we come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we come. Up the baggers. Sounds good. Um, thanks for coming on, Bloomer. Thanks, Scott. Yeah. Thanks yep. so much. No worries. Always Thank good. You. Always good, Doc. Yeah, cheers, Fish. Uh, so that was your uh, grand final edition of Foopy Weekly. Thanks for tuning in. Um, and we'll see you next season. See you then.